Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident galaxy far, far away of the pod, but not the one you're thinking of, DL. How are you, mate? It's good to be a celestial galaxy. <laughs> I've never been better, actually. It's a really weirdly deep cut. I, I lost the plot a little expansive. bit. Expansive. <laughs> I mean, it was like you kind of turned, you are it, expanding. You, you turned it into a, I'm, I'm shrinking. <laughs> I'm already at 82.5. Hell Over yeah, butter. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, one day. I think it's just because I didn't eat that much. It's that simple. I, I was laughing um, to myself the other day because I was just thinking, I, I do those silly intros every time when we do the podcast, but like it should really be a podcast about tracking the ups and downs of your jet lag. Like how, at what yeah. stage of jet lag It's actually are. fair, dude. I don't even know. <laughs> I honestly don't like, know why i'm tired half the time because i can't tell if it's like oh i just did like had a normal bad sleep or like am i jet like but all that is done for at least four months a week <laughs> at least four months no <laughs> when's travel. your next trip probably february oh that's pretty good yeah you're going home for the holiday season i don't think i'll do well, that i am are so, you really? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been home a lot, so I can, you know, get away with my It's too. my turn. We've got some holiday episodes lined up, I think. We've got oh. a couple scheduled. So Already, you know, yeah. we'll do our usual. We'll do the best and worst of. And I had a really fun idea this time. Yes. We can do an episode where we basically take the piss out of ourselves and we look back at our predictions for the year and say how badly we did. Thoughts? Didn't we do that already? I don't, uh, not, not yet. I thought we predicted... Didn't we pick our like most anticipated or something? That's what I'm saying. We yeah. look back at our most anticipated and say, "Oh, that was a that was a bad choice." Uh, yeah, maybe we haven't like... done a whole episode on it. We've just <laughs> yeah. kind of talked about our bad choices. Oh, in we the could past. do a YouTube video on it. Yeah, I was thinking of a YouTube video we could do the other day. And we like, have the receipts. So you, well, we do. You, you were talking about how you knew exactly what Blue Beetle would look like in terms of like how it would beat for beat like roll out in the cinema, and I was like. Wouldn't that be a fun YouTube video? Like, imagine we do it for like the Marvels. We just, just do like, it. this is what's going to happen in this stupid film. Yeah. I'm like, now I'm losing confidence that I actually could, <laughs> but I, but I'm down to try. And to be frank, it's could. not necessarily that you can predict it. It's that like, once it starts happening, it's predictable. Oh, Does that make, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. like they, they telegraph things so early in the movie. That is like 10. There's tropes, no mystery. Pick five. There's just not enough good misdirection in these movies. That's so true. It's not that like, I know what's going to happen because I've been following the comics or because like every Marvel movie has the same formula. It's that once the formula kicks, it's a very predictable, th- like that's super interesting. Yeah, I'll, ensemble I'll you, after. I'll tell you an interesting thing I watched this week before we, before we get into actually talking about stuff. Yeah. I sent to one of the friends of the show, friend of the show, Ollie, a video I checked out on YouTube and it is called, uh, how Marvel got boring. It's by a YouTube channel called wisecrack. I don't think I've ever talked about them. The guy, the guy the in g- it, I don't, yeah, I don't, g- <laughs> don't love the guy in it. However, this is a really interesting video. It's about 21 minutes, so it's quite long. You want to put it on 1.5 speed, but. Are we going to do that now? We can do it right Perfect, now. perfect <laughs> listening. We'll go through. The, the point is how all Marvel movies are effectively generated by all the data that, not necessarily just Marvel movies, but superhero movies, data that the studios have in the background. So instead of it being genuinely a creative outlet for these uh, directors and such, they are pretty much beat for beat created by almost AI at this point. It's pretty fascinating. What does that I mean? will link it in the in the description. Effectively, what they have is they have so much information on certain actors and the responses that actors get, the responses people give to actors in certain uh, types of roles and si- certain types of positions in films. They can literally, by the numbers, 
create movies in the background. And Disney is terrible for this, along with a couple of the others. So mm, can they? They can create bad movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why so most of them stop doing it. aren't creative. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And part of the idea of the video is it follows James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and how, yeah, it takes some big swings. It's not perfect, but it is a creative vision of James Gunn. It is not one of these made by data yeah. analysis movies. And it's quite fascinating. And it's almost... The movie, when you track it, I'm not going to give away the whole video, but it kind of follows like the the beats of how he feels in that industry being sort of told how to make movies. Fascinating. Mm. Really fast. Hey, guys, look, I will link that below and check out Wisecrack. They're a lot of fun. Wisequack? Is that who I said? I can't Wise remember quack. this Wise quack quack. Wisequack. <laughs> this, is, this is how we go. <laughs> I'll it's say good. one thing wrong, goddammit. It's good viewing. Um, check good it out, viewing. guys. Have a listen. But also... If you want to keep listening to us banter about our weeks, dumb stuff, feel free. There will be time codes in the description, as always supplied by friend of the show and podcast master, mastering podcast master, Mr. Matthew Bliss. And we'll Shout give you master. all the details yeah. at the end of the episode. Before we move on, DL, i got a question for you. And now I like to get deep with my initial question of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, real, I noticed that. Real, real deep I'm on this. Stargazing yes. galaxy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fielding. As a galaxy. Co-host, yeah. If, if you... <laughs> as a galaxy. <laughs> as just a... A spray of stardust. Galaxy far, far away of the pod. Yeah. If you were to ask all of the members of the galaxy within you, which is a weird thing to say out loud. Are they inside? How yeah. many stars they should give this podcast? What do you think they should give us? You're saying there's a galaxy of stars inside me. <laughs> and I'm saying. <laughs> yes. That this podcast in that scenario deserves infinite five star reviews. Five stars, baby. Yeah. If we um, had all of those reviews, we would be smashing. All it. of them inside me? I would be. <laughs> I would not be losing weight. We're trying. We're trying to achieve elite status. Elite, elite baby. E- elite. We want status. Elite stars at the same time. Elite. DL is getting an elite body. Yes. Can we do it? Doing. Let's do a poll. Who knows? Let's do a poll. Listeners, tell me, can I do it? Will we get more five star review? Will we double our five star reviews, or will I oh, have my question. Half my calories? This Let's week? give it a go. Let's, Let's give see. it a Take go. A and if you know someone who might like this, pass it on. Let them. Pass the pod. We're going back to pass the pod, baby. Pass the pod. DL. Talk to me, mate. What have you been up to this week? Well, besides nursing a hangover <laughs> for all of Monday. Surely you had like some good content on while you were hungover. Dude, it was like one of those hangovers where I couldn't even like focus on like, Ooh. it was just bad. But I did, I did watch some stuff. What did I do? I watched like, I basically put on stuff that I was like, whatever. <laughs> put on like UFO encounters. Oh, fun. Have you oh, seen like this Netflix shows. little documentary yeah. thing? Four I've episodes seen the long? first episode. Seen two, and I gotta say, the African school. I think they're full of shit. Okay, all right. Not, what do you think about the town in the states? It's the only one I've seen. Town in the states. What did they see again? Like a, an orb that moved fast, and there was like F. Yeah, there was a bunch of it. people that saw. It. I can believe like a hundred people. I can believe that. The other one was a bunch of kids in Africa that like some, and like one of the guys at the school is like, I actually said that and it was like a joke so i could get out of class and everyone just believed me and i'm calling bullshit now. oh really but like other people are like swearing by <laughs> That's it still. amazing so it's just like yeah anyway uh that i watched that it was a good little thing to have on i mean nothing just kind of popcorn really oh, so netflix stuff man i've got a good netflix one yeah. i think you'll like this and you know um, how i like a weird recommendation yeah i do so you I'm know going, i love a weird one my spider senses are <laughs> tingling that's something else, mate. I'm touching your leg. Oh, um, this is a fun one, and you might like this. So I watched a thing called How to Become a Cult Leader. Now, you'll remember- I've seen this. Because I watched a thing called How to Become a Dictator a, long, a little while ago. Yeah, you got is, issues. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a thing. I've got a thing for these How to Becomes. It's you. Am I trying to, am I trying to become one? 
<laughs> Did you see that thing that was all over social media? It was like there was a psychological study that if you relax to those types of shows, you've got like an, a serious like mental challenge. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I don't cool. know how true that is. How do they study that? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Like it can't be a massive sample size, but yeah. this one's a lot of fun. It's again, it's Peter Dinklage who's... He doesn't sound interested in like he's clearly taking the paycheck, right? Like he's clearly there for one reason. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite fun. They sort of they outline, I think it's four or five dictators, sorry, dictators, cult leaders, how they got to where they were, like their path to get there with some like fun visuals and like mostly for the point like their downfall at the end of it. Mm. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah, cults are fascinating. Super interesting. I think it's like I think it's like innate in our evolution, like to like we want to follow a weirdo well you just want to follow like yeah just like someone that's gonna get you know a bunch of people around you and you know make you feel good i think that that's just like you know animalistic shit you don't want to be solo interesting and so you're like kind of like so hum- if humans you're are like wolf. ingrained to like kind of follow something Ooh, that's interesting um if but, you're alone do you reckon more it's for people who are like you know susceptible to it surely I think there definitely are people that are more susceptible to it. I do think humanity as like a species is susceptible to it on its own. Like everyone that says they're a lone wolf, like, no, if you're just like alone forever. You get fucking depressed. Yes. And bored. Yesterday I was a lone wolf, but today I just yeah, got I two new members wolf. of my wolf pack. Yeah, I was a lone wolf <laughs> after two days of drinking. Yes, I was a yes. lone wolf for that half a day. But, you know, we uh, have, I haven't watched The Hangover in a long time. That's a, fil- that's a yeah, good it's film. A, it's an all-timer. Shame about the others. But yeah, I, but I, they I, all got paid. Yeah, so, hell yeah, they did. You know. Well, I tell you, the thing I'm waiting for now is when Peter Dinklage comes back and he does the versus series. So he does the dictators versus the cult yeah. leaders. That's the worst. That's that when you hilarious. know they really rank like going for the paycheck. Yeah, totally. Predator versus Alien. Oh my god, yeah. Tell so me more about like that. that. You haven't seen it? Yeah, no, nah, it's good. Actually, no, it's not. It's it's a it's film not, that no I remember. Stop, stop. I remember it's buying not that film good. when I was younger, yeah, it's... thinking it was good because I didn't know what good action films exactly. were. Exactly. Stop. All right. This this travesty it was. Yeah, it was, it was a great movie. It's great, great film. It's um, the yes and thing in a podcast. I can't help myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yes. yes and really I good. loved it. And I loved it a lot. Crap film. What um, else we up to, buddy? I did a bit of a Loki rewatch. I'm on episode two. Ooh. Tell me um, more. I think it's coming out tonight, yeah. Friday. Oh, Friday. So I got some time. That's good. Um, well, for anyone, this comes out on a Sunday, so this it will be out by now. Yeah, that's true. It's out now. For us, it's out tomorrow. And for you in the present... <laughs> That's our future. Wow, this is hard to get my head around. It'll yeah. be now. I can't do time travel <laughs> past happening? five PM, bro. <laughs> the uh, and then I, I watched the first episode of this like David Beckham documentary. Oh, I'm yeah, not sure. entirely sure why I just put it on. Interesting, but uh, it was because you have free reign of the TV at the moment. Yeah, I'm just you, like I, there's no the king of your demands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just do what like you want. we're just gonna see if we like it. Yeah, you know. What did you think of the first episode? Um, well, it's interesting. I don't know much about his like history as a player, so it's like all news to me as a Brit. Like yeah, it's a pretty, I, he's a pretty important, you know, pretty important figure. Yeah, it's really interesting because I, I wonder how much new stuff is in there. Like, I can't imagine it's going to be anything that we don't know. I know you'd know all of it for sure. I mean, interesting. Uh, you have enough. Like, you still get interviews that are interesting. Well, there's you know? there is like uh, let's, let's, shall we say a rumor? There is a rumor that he is like a massive poonhound in the states as in like it's apparently the same with jay-z so there is one of those lawsuits on it that newspapers can't report on it i forget what they're called uh, uh there's a name for it. i can't what it is but him and jay-z are exactly the same in this that they are only with their respective partners still 
because it would they would lose so much money from losing the branding of the two of them together. Ah, so he's apparently like you see all the pictures of him like checking out the cheerleaders and stuff. Like apparently he's just I does mean, whatever he wants. Did we did we not like think that was the case? Well, I mean, it's like you date a rapper, you date a. Uh, mm. NBA player. I'm, I thought it was the same with the Premier League soccer he's player. Portrayed you know like, in. Yeah, he's portrayed as like the family man. Like he's he's always on Instagram might, with his kids. And... Might be a family man. He might also want to fuck a lot of <laughs> chicks. And he's just David Beckham. All guys. Or guys. Yeah. Who knows? Like you do you, David Beckham. You be happy. But that's, that's not that's not surprising to me at all. Was that good? Honest. The uh, yeah, the first episode was. They you know I think it like. Ended with like his, that goal he took from the half. Oh yeah, okay. the half he was line. super young at that point. He's like twenty yeah. or something, twenty one. Crazy. Yeah, or it might have started with that. I don't really remember. I, I feel like the the ad was setting it up to be like that. That was sort of the point of the first episode, like how he got to that stage of his yeah. career. But like he was meteoric. Like you think Messi's big in the U.S. now? If he was levels of fame, social media and stuff. If he was now, fuck, he'd be like he would be the most influential person. In I mean, it. I knew who David Beckham was. There you go. I just didn't know. I never watched any of his games. Yeah. The the question I have for you is like, how long was he good for? He was like, okay, so he was at Man United, Manchester United, the English football team, yes, until right. he was, I think, roughly 26-ish, maybe slightly earlier. And he was amazing, like full amazing. And he moved to Real Madrid, which, you know, the biggest football club in the world, everyone yeah. who's Real Madrid are. And it was a case of people sort of, thought he lost it at Real Madrid but he was in a team of the best players in the world like mm. as in the player next to him was probably as good if not better than him and the player next to them was the same and yeah you get he was at this level where like everyone was so good he just looked like another football player yeah but the team was so phenomenal like you can go on YouTube and watch clips of him just doing insane passes in Real Madrid shirt but then his career progressed like he went to the MLS everyone thought his career was over he won the MLS championship after Real Madrid with Galaxy. Went to the MLS? Yeah, he went oh. straight to Galaxy. But yeah, even right. when he was at Real Madrid, sorry, LA Galaxy, he got loaned to both Paris Saint-Germain, one of the biggest now football teams in the world, won the title with Paris. He went to AC Milan and he played incredible football for AC Milan. He was still great way into his late th- mid 30s. The interesting part about football is like it's it's hard to like actually assess best player like ever or you know like oh, totally. the, the ranking because they just like they move around the leagues with such different levels of talent and the interesting like, thing it's is so hard to make that yeah. call like whereas like lebron played in the nba the entire time you yeah know what i mean it's just like, sure. that simple like the best players were there and that's where you played well messi yeah. was at the top level for his pretty much whole career i mean La Liga? Said, yeah well he then moved he obviously moved then to paris which wasn't it's a good league but it, like he was better than that league well i think like yeah messi's messi's kind of like he was he was in La Liga for what ten years? At oh, least. way long, way yeah. longer than that. Yeah. So I mean, that's a long time. It's interesting. He, but then you have to look back at the history of it, and like the game has changed massively. It's like apples and oranges. So mm. like you look at the likes of Pele. Everyone knows Pele is. Yeah. Scored fucking thousands of goals, but never left Brazil. Mm. Like he was an insane footballer, but who knows how good he could have been if he'd ever moved to Madrid or Barcelona yeah. or whatever, whatever. So. And you look at people like Maradona, did it all over the world. Insane, loved cocaine. <laughs> like these are like. But it's different. These are the questions we need answered. How much cocaine did he take? And there's, there's funny videos of him on the pitch genuinely doing like bumps of cocaine. It's I've great. heard about it, yeah. The point I'm trying to make here is that now it's very different that it's incredibly stamina and speed based and yeah. strength. Whereas back then, like if you were super skillful, like you you could get by. You could for a lot like I'm not saying they're not bad players and I'm No, not, I just mean like you could get away with shit you probably wouldn't get away with today. 
but then because the, the same, elite because everything else is risen correct but then at the same time like back then it was okay to basically kick a player in the shins and just run away and you get away with it mm. whereas now you seen it you brush a player and they're yes. on the ground rolling. can we go so, back to that apples and brand of uh, football who, who yeah. knows but um yeah i'm like i'm we definitely need to let go that's on the list yeah, I, i'm we watching it so i would uh I, i've enjoyed it so far One and episode. speaking of soccer football as i would call it Mm. Wrexham is back, baby. So yeah, you're into that. I am so into. That. I think there's six episodes out at this point of recording. Jesus, that show's good. I think it's really like leaning into its ah, uh, it's sort of like heartbreak value at the moment. It's a bit like oh, you mm. know, we had a terrible season. We we were really unlucky last season. Like I know where the season's going. I I follow them now on <laughs> on like various media, so I know what happens. But like. It's it's still got a lot of heart, and I like that it follows these people who are just normal folks from fucking Wales. <laughs> it's like these random blokes who own a pub, and it's like, yeah, like I, I since the so first. Like, are any of the players like remotely top tier? Top tier? No, not we, even close. We, we so you got the way you got to look at it is right. Like you're thinking it's still of people, the top league. You're thinking of players like Messi and stuff, right? No, they, I understand that they're not them. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. right. So this is how yeah. England works. Yeah. But English, English soccer. God, no one needs to know about this. This is turned into a sports podcast. It's not English soccer works like this, right? So there are four divisions. Yes, that are all pro leagues, right? Mm-hmm. They, that's your pyramid. Yep. And under the bottom pyramid, there is the first non-league league, which is what they're in. So they are, and that's the hardest league to get out. Of. They're trying to. Ascend. They're trying to become a. Pro, they're a professional team. They're trying to uh, become like a prop, one of the top four pro league. leagues. Yeah, and it's significantly harder than they could have realized. And you know, these two guys, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, pumping money into this. And after the first season, they're they're in the second season. They're saying, if we do not get promoted this season because of the money we've put into this, it is unsustainable. This business is that's unsustainable. That's how much they've put in. That's how that's how they started this season. Yeah. So you know, it's got to go well. <laughs> like, oh, man. It's got to go well. But it's good. It's a yeah. it's a fun show. I like all the characters in it, and it does like this season as well. Brings in like the women's team and stuff. Like it's changing the focus a little bit, giving you like you know just it's nice. I yeah. like I like how they do it. It's got a lot of heart to it. Nice. Anything else? What have you been up to? I think that's it. UFO UFO encounters, Loki rewatch, and uh, the first episode of David Beckham. It's been an odd week for me. This is not normal. I'll give you la- one final one from my yeah. end then. I started a new game this week, and I'm never going to finish it before Spider-Man. Okay. So I bought the new Souls-like oh, Lies God. of P, which, you know, if you just heard the the sort of generic overview of, like, the, the blurb, you'd be a bit like, wow, that sounds crap, but it's actually really good. The combat's really fun. It's got some new dynamics to it. Yeah. You effectively play as Pinocchio, which sounds I shit. I can't believe Let it. me finish. You're in this weird Eastern European city that has been taken over by puppets who have all gone crazy from witchcraft. What's it called? Lies of P. Lies of Pinocchio. Just P. Yeah, and P's obviously for Pinocchio. Well, of course. But like, I, I'm not even sure where the story's going at this point, but it's a Souls-like. You're just yeah. having difficult fights and stuff's trying to kill you and everything's harder than it could possibly be. But wait, Pinocchio's a real boy. He ah, oh, what he's not. He looks like a real boy. He looks but like a real boy. At this point, it seems like there's something about him that's not quite right. And man, you know, I never thought I'd get into these Souls-like games, but my God, this You're is fun. You're very into them now. Right now I You're am. You're fully in. But then last night I spent an hour trying to beat a sub-boss who wasn't even the boss who I needed to beat. And it took me a full hour. And I hated myself when I finished. Is there even an, isn't there an expansion for uh, Elden Ring coming out? They've been saying that for ages. I don't oh. think that's coming out anytime soon, unfortunately. By the way, go and check out Lies of Pete. It's a lot of fun. It's hard as balls. 
<laughs> what we like to do now is we like to do a little bit of what we call Have You Heard? Because we are not very creative. But what it is, is it's things you've seen in the news. We call it news. It's really social media stories that sound fun. And we hope one day you can check the tapes and we'll be like, yeah, we got that right. We were right when we DL. Yeah, most of the time we're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time we're right. Most <laughs> well, of the time. DL, did you hear this week that Cameron Moore Monahan, 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 Cameron Monahan. Yep. Got it. <laughs> Whatever you said, I got it. The dude who does the Star Wars Jedi games, the ginger guy. Yeah. He reckons that there is a third Star Wars Jedi game in the works right now. And this is... What do you mean he reckons? Is that just because he's doing I mean, dialogue? he's literally <laughs> like, the face of the game. Yeah, like, I reckon. If the, yeah. I reckon I'm going to go home today. Like, right. Okay. <laughs> Very astute of you, man. I reckon I'm going to eat today. Yeah. But it's it's uh, it's interesting that he's come out and said this so soon after the game just came out. Like the mm. game's only been out like a few goddamn weeks. I mean, it months. makes sense. It did really well. Star Wars is like going all out everywhere. Like you know, movies, new shows. It's Are true. You- They're doing a lot of things Star Wars right now, and you know, the games are really critically acclaimed. People seem to really like them. They have. Yeah. I tried the first one. And I really struggled. Did I tell you that story? Struggled to like it, or just struggled to like be good at it. Fifty fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is all in itself it's a bit of a souls like it's mm. got some of those elements like it's about parrying it's about dodging mm. some it's got some like uncharted style like climbing up walls and shit and puzzle yeah. solving it does seem like it's an uncharted style like yeah. replay you know for- i really liked it when it was just like there's a bunch of enemies around you and you just go and like mess them up yeah but then it was like no, you've got to do this puzzle. <laughs> you've you've got to find a way to I don't know parkour up this wall. I'm like I don't I don't care about this. I'm a goddamn Jedi. Force jump. <laughs> You'd have liked this finale then. Oh yeah, big time. Lots of, uh, <laughs> lots of that. What do you reckon? Would you play? Have you played it? Uh, I just don't think I have the time. But I would actually like that. Would be a game I would like. Do you want it? I've got it in there. You can borrow um, it. <laughs> I just don't know if I want to start with the first one because it's apparently like just like. Not as good as the second. Super slow. Yeah. Interesting. But I mean, like, I, I'll play it maybe if I have time. I can watch point. a YouTube recap and go straight into the second one. There's just so many things I have to play ahead of it. Oh, my. First of all, problems over here. Calm yeah. down. No, it's true. I'm just wild. And you're still playing the same game. I never finished it. <laughs> Finish yes. The Witcher already, man. Dude, I maybe am halfway done. I don't believe you. Maybe. How do you know? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't claim to know. I I claim to hypothesize. I'd be. I'd love to know where you're actually at. You're probably like ten percent in or something. I, maybe I'm through chapter one <laughs> of three of three acts. Oh, that's pretty good. But there's two DLCs that are the size of the game, so oh, that's painful. I could be ten percent. I don't feel like <laughs> I'm ever going to play that game. I love it, dude. It's a great game. I enjoyed it. I did. Yeah. I enjoyed it when I was playing it Switch at home. Yeah. Like it's a it's a fun game. It's, it's a fun world to jump into. It's a great world, although like sometimes it needs variety. I'll say that. Yes, like the, the combat. combat. And now I'm so good. I just hit people twice and they just like die. Did you ever download the update thing image? Yeah, it's, it's, what, it's way did better. It improve the combat. Yeah, it's way better. Okay, for sure. All right, but now you're so good. You hit. I'm, I'm overpowered right now. Okay, for sure. I but the temp settings the game. I need are. to like get into the deeper quite like what, the what level are you because it's real hard to level up. Twenty three. The low. I don't know. I'm still whooping people's ass. I think I'm like level four or some shit, and I've put <laughs> so much time into it. I'm like, I just well, like the way out. you get level up there is doing quests, not yeah. by killing enemies. Yeah, anyway, yeah. dumb, really yeah. dumb. Would play Star Wars at some point. Probably not going to get around to it anytime soon. Yeah, nice. That's the summary. Well, anyway, did you hear this week's DL? We were talking about James Gunn a minute ago. He has confirmed the three actors who are going to be carrying over into his DCEU. Can you guess them for me? 
Peacemaker, Amanda, yeah. whatever, and that Beatle guy. Amanda, whatever. That's a good name. Amanda Knox or something. Amanda Waller? Waller, yeah. And the Beatle guy. Amanda who we still Knox, not seen that film. Amanda Knox is the chick. It's like a, there's like a murder mystery on her oh, really? in Netflix. That's why <laughs> is that she like name a serial killer? I think she got falsely accused. Anyway, I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. But <laughs> the Amanda chick. Yeah, Amanda, Amanda Waller. Chick. She's fantastic. I like her, yeah, that good. actress a lot. Blue Beetle seems kind of random. We should watch it. Like Wyatt Blue Beetle. I mean, wait till it comes He had nothing to. to do with it. Didn't he? I thought he didn't. But I thought he came out before it and was like, yeah, it's part of the part of the new universe. So now he's got to kind of stick with it. No, maybe he, well, he, he obviously did. But I'm just kind of like, why would you pick that one? <laughs> I mean, like, who else <laughs> are you going to pick? Like, why not just start from scratch? <laughs> yeah, dude, like. <laughs> your, your opening salvo is like Critters. Isn't the first movie called like Critters or something? His the IMDb. first movie, like the first one that's kicking off the DC. Oh, I, have no, oh, I see what you mean. I think that's, isn't that an animated show? I don't know. Yeah, it's so random. The first one's going to be I'm like, you're Superman. opening with that. And then the first character you're saying is the Blue Beetle that we no one knows anything about. Like, dude, you and are nobody saw the film. He's getting weird. <laughs> it's like I'm. So, <laughs> he was always I, weird. I do respect James Gunn, but like, I just not sure behind some of these decisions. I think his first one's gonna be Superman. It's not his first one. The Critters or whatever. The Ice. Critters. He's announced it. <laughs> whatever you called it. I want to know what this is. Can you Google it? It's or... called something. He's he's confirmed it many times. I'll I'll talk over you while you're looking at that. First, but like yeah. I like the three he's chosen. I think that my th- oh, okay, two of the three we've not seen Blue Beetle yet. But certainly Amanda Waller, she's a great connecting character. I like her in everything she's done. It's a shame that she's not going to be connecting anything anymore. <laughs> she's connecting to a universe that nobody cares about. Also, Peacemaker was just so goddamn good. That first series was fire. Well, what he said was that it's going to be uh, basically like these characters, but none of the history behind them. Oh. So it's kind of like he can kind of play with it's things he wants to. It is a rebootuation. Yes. Bring it, back our famous is. term. It is. Like, they're not going to go reference the things they did previously, which I just don't understand. Like, I guess mainly because he doesn't want to fuck up the timelines if he wants to change things. Maybe he's just like, I'll touch those if I want to. Kind Interesting. Of so you mean he wants to leave that universe where it is, and if he wants to come back oh, to Michael Jackson treatment. Oh, great. <laughs> I'll touch him if I want him. Wow. Uh, moving on. Hearsay. Uh, what was the other one? So the, I'll tell you a fun bit of news. Did you hear this, DL? Yeah. That, do you remember, not too long ago, there was that submarine. Um, <laughs> there was that submarine. I shouldn't laugh. That basically killed those billionaires oh, God, underwater. That stupid thing that took over the news. Yeah, yeah, it took over for a hot minute there. And apparently, there is already a movie in the works, which, according to reports, is inspired by the tragic events surrounding Ocean Gate's Titan submarine, currently in development stages. Which sounds terrible. And it has E. Brian Dobbins as the producer, who's known for the blackening. Awful, by the way. What, this could be anything. This could be anything from like some schlocky horror movie to like uh, like a Titanic style film. Documentary is all I want. What is this? Why would I want? A why is this coming out? All I want is a documentary. But what's it going to tell you? Like how anyone could agree to do what they did. <laughs> interview the family. Interview like if you have to do something, I don't want a shitty movie. I want like an investigation on this idiot. An investigation more than a documentary. Yeah, that's what 100%. I want. 100%. Give me a Give full... me some journalism. Yeah. Something yes. that's actually going to um, touch on some points that we all want to find out about. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe they should do that instead of this terrible sounding film. For sure, dude. I am struggling to find what this Critters thing is, but just know that there's an animated show about characters in the DCU 
that no one knows anything about that that's what James Gunn is. I don't think it's coming out first. I think it Superman's is 100% coming out, coming out first, but it's just not. Is it Swamp Thing? <laughs> that's not coming out first. <laughs> Creature Commandos. Like uh, little Critters, whatever. Creature Commandos. Uh, Creature Commandos is revealed that he was in the middle of writing a new DCU television series. Basically, I've heard that this is coming out before. Great. Fun. Interesting choice. You're still talking about this. We're talking about other things by Nadia. You can cut it if you want, but <laughs> don't you think this is an interesting choice? No. Like, surely just start with Superman. I mean, I'm, I think you'll probably just start with Superman. You heard it here first, man. <laughs> Creature Commandos. Look, guys, if there's anything we haven't talked about that you heard in the news, hit us up. We will always call you out. You can hit us up at podcastassemble on Instagram or the podcastassemble at gmail.com. We love it when you do. Send us memes, tags and stuff. We have, I'm bringing back correspondence at the end of the episode because we have some correspondence about the main topic for this week, which DL, we actually have a main topic theme. Do you want me to uh, give you a sneak preview? Cue our new theme. Matt, you can tag this in. One of our friends of the show has been listening back to some of our older episodes when we were pretending like we actually thought about these things and has created as a main topic theme. So thank you, friend of the show, whose name I've now lost, which is terrible <laughs> of me. I'll share at the end of the show. Here you go. Hang on. It's the main topic theme. <laughs> that makes me... Like, uh, like some harmonies in there. That makes me so happy. Like a barbershop quartet. It's a barbershop quartet almost. I love um, it. Boom, boom, boom. I, that's how I imagined boom, it when boom, we used to do it. It's the main topic theme. Is it actually what you imagined That's how I imagined it from the I'm, word I'm not go. sure that I imagined it at all. I just witnessed it. Thank you, friend of the show, Riley. We massively appreciate it. Um, if you guys have any other weird themes that we can put in for any of our other segments, we've got Have You Heard? We've got um, What's the Other One We Do? <laughs> we've got What Have You Been Up To? Just do it. Yeah. We'll, we'll incorporate it somehow. And we've got Dumb Summaries, which is coming right up. Oh, so DL, do you want to preface our... Hang on. Do you want to... Hang on. Hang on. Do you want to preface our... It's the main topic theme. You're really getting... For this week. <laughs> You're really getting the most out of that little, <laughs> little bit from Riley. I love who it. You, who you forgot his name. How I'm, could you do that? Very briefly. How could you do that? It's, it's back in my brain now. Yeah, it's fine. Fucking Riley. Dude. I don't know if you're... It's a, Riley. It's a dual sex name, to be fair. True. Could be either. Could be either. Good for you, Riley. You Good do you. you. You do you. Save that in my neutral gender. Do you want to hit us up with the main topic? Uh, you really want me to. I really so, want to. <laughs> uh, okay. This week, the acclaimed series was going to bring Star Wars back from the dead. Actually, not really, because Andor already did that. But Ahsoka. Very, very true. Has had its season finale uh, this week. And so we're going to cover it. And we're you're going to give it. me your stupid plot summary. And it is. Ahsoka finally gets her time to shine, dot, 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 but not really. Rebel season five, <laughs> dot, 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 but not really. Basically, we find out that if you try to please everyone, you please no one. Wow. That, yeah. that, hits, that hits hard. That hurts. Yep. That hurts. It does. I'll give you mine. The show that proves there is still some life left in stories about force wielders in the Star Wars universe, which includes the worst possible outcome of an Uno reverse card of all time. Which one's that? And we're going to be doing full spoilers for yeah, this. So the Uno reverse card is all about how Ezra flips with. Oh, with God, a duh. <laughs> yeah, like, duh. Come that's on, That's the most obvious one. Sorry. But, like, <laughs> come on, man. That's also the dumbest piece. I, we'll get to it. We'll get to Before it. Before we get there, do you want to guess for me the IMDb score? Uh, Currently. I saw it. It's kind of high. 
It's uh, 7.9, did I see it? Yeah, right? it was yeah. 8 yesterday, and it's gone down to 7.9, which is interesting. I think it'll average out at 7.6. I think it'll be seven, seven. seven, seven, I reckon, ish. But, you know, we'll see. Rotten Tomatoes? That'd be 83. Ooh, it's 88. Yeah, it's high. I was like, oof. That's... Dude, people do like this, but I'm not really understanding. Like, maybe I just came in with higher expectations. We'll talk about that. Yeah. We, we will talk about that. But finally, Letterboxd. Now, we talked about this last it's week. It's always 3.5. It's, it's 3.7. <laughs> so always it's three, very five. slightly higher. I know than... what it is. I tell you. It... Anyway, what well, do you think... Uh, what was Andor? What do you think Andor was on IMDb? IMDb, I reckon that's in the nineties. IMDb, yeah, eight four. Well, sorry, I, sorry, IMDb. I meant um, yeah, eight four. Well, this is like, Andor tomatoes. is significantly better than this. I would yeah, say I, significantly. And, uh, I'd have thought that'd have been up near the nines. Yeah. All right. So this is from the the new Star Wars guy. He's like the made man. He's like the the mob boss. Well, he's, he's been, been anointed. To- D- David Fion- F- Filoni. Filoni. Who- he's been anointed, but like kind of early. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's got a long career ahead of him. I think he's going to be like, in, I reckon he's going to move to being almost like the he Kevin will. Feige. He will. He's going to be in that he position. He will, but my point. point is like, he's had a long career of animated success, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is like a very different audience and targets a very different like level of critique. True. Right? And then he's he was involved and did a great job with the first two seasons of The Mandalorian, Mandalorian. I would say. Not the but third? He, well, he wasn't involved with it. That's he, what I'm saying. He's doing this, yeah, <laughs> right. So, like that—that that gives him a bit of credit because yeah, he sure. got pretty bad yeah. when he wasn't there. But also, the first two seasons were, you know, Favreau is pretty involved as well. Favreau did. I've, uh, he got pretty much full creative control of the third and, season, which is interesting. And I think Favreau is like a pretty experienced, you know, dude. So, like, this is his first real alone, his first solo, his first adventure. solo adventure. <laughs> In Star Wars. <laughs> and it's great, man. It brings all of your favorites to the screen. We've got Soka Tano, play Rosario Dawson, who was the voice actor. Hey, if you want to know any of these fun details that I say I that I really can't remember, I did a video on this, a YouTube video. Go check it out. It's I watched the first episode of Ahsoka Tano, should you. And if you haven't seen any of this, you can watch the video first. It's probably going to help. Yeah. Uh, it's got David Tennant as the... the uh, Not a robot. What do they call him in this? Why am I forgetting words? Droid. The droid. Kyang. Uh, it has Sabine Wren. It's got Hera's back. These are all characters who I have no idea who they are. Morgan Elsbeth comes back from the Mandalorian season. Ezra Bridger, baby. He's here. Uh, Again, no idea who he is. I also had no idea who he was. I, I knew him from like images of Rebels and stuff. But yeah. Sure. Anakin Skywalker is back in the form of Hayden Christensen. Back, back? He's back, back. He was back I mean, he's in like, one. I mean, he's like back, but he's like, he gets a little more screen time this time. And we are also introduced to Grand Admiral Thorn, 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 who is apparently blue. the big bad. Of who's, this. Very, who's very blue. He's with very red eyes. We're going to talk about him. We are going to talk about him. So, what's the sort of overview plot of the series? Dear? So, how about this? What happens? We'll do a uh, a quick little plot summary, oh, and then yeah. we'll do a two minute Rebels recap. Start with the Rebels. Okay, two minute Rebels recap. So for anyone Starting, like me who yeah. hasn't seen Rebels and didn't take the time to go back and watch the things Disney recommended before watching this, it would have really helped. Those so of you that didn't do your homework. Is now going to fill in. Quick two-minute summary of Rebels seasons one through four. Major setting is Lothal. Why do we care about Lothal? Because it was inter- an integral part of the Empire's military and resource supply line that we saw through all the main story movies. A group of Rebels, Sabine, a Mandalorian, Kanan Jarrus, a half-trained Jedi who fled Order 66, Hera, a pretty epic pilot with crazy tentacles, and Zeb, 
RIP. You don't really see him this entire season, but you did see him for 30 seconds in Mando season three. Does that make sense? I'm not going to say. Who knows? And their droid chopper, Clash Pass, stealing Empire, stealing Empire tech with a street rat. Think like Aladdin style okay. character as okay. her bridger, who is an orphan on Lothal, whose parents were killed by the Empire. Through two seasons after they team up, because obviously they do, of television, they do a pretty good job of being rebels, inspiring more to their cause, linking up to a broader rebellion, meeting Ahsoka, yada, yada, yada. Sorry, what? Uh, Ezra starts getting trained as a Jedi, gets a saber by, you know, Kanan Jarrus, who really isn't very confident because he wasn't fully trained Mm. and kind of fled when the going got tough, Mm. yada, 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 and... Until we're introduced to the Emperor's second in command, that is the very, very blue, red-eyed General Thrawn. Um, he's assigned to basically take them out and lock down Lothal, the setting of rebels. We see him do lots of masterful tactician strategy mm. kind of things. You've probably got that vibe watching yeah, this. That that that's vibe. what he's all about. He's, he's not a big um, action guy. No, he's a big learn from my learn my en- enemy, learn mm. from them, never make a you know a long-term mistake. Punch. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And I guess one of the big things you need to know that is that in the final season, Kanan Jarrus, the half-trained Jedi that was training Ezra Bridger, dies to save the team so that Ezra can unlock yeah. an ancient Jedi secret, yada, 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 yeah. the world between worlds. That's only in the last season. It comes up, yes, in the last season. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, I assume that was a massive part of it. The world between worlds? Yeah. No. Oh, okay, interesting. No. <laughs> And it's a it's a massive part of the last season. The Jedi Temple and all the lead ups to it hint that everyone, like in the first season, four seasons, they go to Jedi Temples. They have all these kind of ephemeral experiences, kind of like you see in every Star Wars movie where there's mm. a Jedi, you know, Luke going down in the swamp and seeing Vader and seeing his own face in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yada, yada. You see all that stuff and, and that it's implied that all the people that you hear from the Force, they're living within the world, between worlds. And you get that through the course of the series but you don't actually see it till season four anyway so is that like false ghosts live there it's kind of like ambiguous ambiguous but it's kind oh, of like shit. the world between worlds is like where when you pull it on like energy of the forest you get kind of images or visages of your old masters like that's coming from the world between worlds Matt, is, I hope is my interpretation epic music behind this because this is great from dl Can yeah we, we really we really need that i need that instru- i think we need like some real epic song orchestra yeah give me give me that uh and you in really the final battle me up to talk about this yeah and in the final battle for lethal when all hope is almost lost that the empire will have developed new tie fighters with shields or something oh because i guess like that would really change the course who would have guessed ezra sacrifices Shh. himself by pergicide purgle side Pergil side. Pergil side. Pergil side? What's Pergil side? Pergil side's the big whales, basically. He's a. Uh, his force power is he's like really good at touching animals. Touching animals? <laughs> yeah. <I got laughs> you want to call it that? I got that. Uh, and uh, he he basically summons these Pergils that we've we've kind of seen before. The Pergils can jump through hyperspace. Sure. They're actually what inspired the Star Wars characters of old to invent hyperspace. Interesting. And uh, he basically gets the purgles to grab on to the starship and just remote jump with him sacrifices himself Anthron. to god knows where Anthron to stop lethal yeah. from being conquered saves the day and that's a we nice, don't know where they yeah. go 10 years later ahsoka begins that's a nice place to start because this does effectively start with yes. a bunch of characters who are really 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 excited to see ezra bridger again and some characters who are against seeing ezra bridger again and also 
kind of like, well, what were you doing for the last 10 years? <laughs> Something they didn't answer. No. Suddenly on the 10 year anniversary, we forgot. Well, I guess now we should look for Ezra. It's time. It's, this is one of the biggest problems of the series. They don't do a lot of like background filling of what's happened in the well, series. Well, the, the setup for the series effectively is that Morgan Elsbeth, who you do know, if you go back and listen to our Mandalorian episodes, has found a potential way of finding Thrawn. Yes. She just needs a MacGuffin. I mean, a map. A map. She needs to find a map and find out how to open a map, which will show them the way to this galaxy. So yes. the idea is that, you know, hyperspace, hyperspeed, if you make a minute error in terms of your, you know, yeah, exactly. You, you, you're you one degree When you're leaving west. the galaxy. This isn't like within the Star Wars galaxy. It's a different galaxy. They're going to a different far galaxy far, far away. Hence my super plot summary. I and understand. That's why they dragged back in. And we follow Ahsoka 10 years after the Star Wars Rebels ends and shortly after she met, meets Dinjar and Grogu and El- Elizabeth. What's her name? Elsbeth. Elsbeth. Yeah. So, or something like that. You know, I was... Right? Like, we don't know that the timeline's kind of unclear, but that is... For sure. Clear. You know, see, I, I'm... And I've got this as a note. Like, I was really, really surprised we didn't see any of those characters. You know, Mandalorian, Boba Fett, none they've built up uh, so far over the shows. Because, like, you know, the thing is, they flip between them and they see each other. And not even a, a really badly CGI Luke Skywalker. Nothing. I think this could have been a twelve-episode season, ten-episode oh, season. I don't know. A hundred percent could have, and, and it, it would have been integrated even slower. No, that's the point. There was so much shit they could have done that didn't need. Like, I don't understand why this show was so slow. Interesting. They like just ditched, refused to do anything cool that they could have done. Well, I wonder if they didn't. Instead, have, they yeah. took us to Droid Court. They did. It's 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 effectively it's like another reluctant mentor figure, right? Like another one. Uh, Ahsoka, she's got to be. Is she gonna? Is she gonna train Sabine Wren? Is she not gonna train tra- train Sabine Wren? She trains her in the end. You, you, it's you actually get, you not. It's, it's not reluctant for the same reasons, though. No, I, I kind of yeah. like that as well. But I, I also think what's very interesting about this is, and we're gonna get into talking about performances, etc., shortly. Is that when the first four episodes of this came out, there was a lot of hate for this version of Ahsoka, and people were thinking, "Oh, she's really dour. She's really miserable." Like. Why is she like this? But there was a really good reason for that. Yes. And, they and you find that out as the series goes on. And there are there's some really good episodes. Yeah, no, there are. It's just more, it's very disjointed. And I would say the 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 tough part is like, it's not quite an Ahsoka show and it's not quite a Rebels extension. Yeah. Like, in fact, yeah, one of the okay. big characters of Rebels, it just isn't in it. Who's that? The Zeb guy I was talking about. Okay. But he is in Mandalorian season three. Oh, really? He's just like a split frame. He's there. He's like this big cgi animals oh there you go so it's like why would you not like it just doesn't make a lot of sense interesting um that you wouldn't tap that well and like you know use that to maybe they had a budget because he is all cgi i mean what do you what do you think of it then like let's just go very top level how high level season i would say this was one of the better star wars things to come out in a while because of the castings and the lead good castings like the leads and the castings were good the plot we're going to talk about meandering and not focused enough and missed many opportunities to do cool things but okay right so this is where we're going to have a line down the sand so you knowing all this stuff and thank you i appreciate your victory music inspired his voice i mean his face does not match his voice here it's like i appreciate i'm talking about you yeah but thrawn as well he he appreciates this but he's very bored what i'm saying is like very being someone who knows the history you can appreciate it yes. for the things it didn't have. Being someone who didn't know any of the original stuff, I sat there the whole time feeling like someone who was in a room full of people who were in on a funny joke 
and had no idea what the joke was. Like it was weird. And I, I said this in my YouTube video, checks out Podcast Symbol on, on YouTube. I literally was just like, the, for the just the first episode alone, I felt there's like a hundred things that have gone over 100%. my head. And you want to know why the pro like part of the problem of that is why it relies so much. Like it, it actually doesn't do things to go explain like what's actually happened for things that I don't even know. Sure. Where you can just like create a new story with these characters where I don't know it either. And I can like slowly inform you about the stuff you don't know, but we're both chasing the same mystery tale, right? Like we don't even know what they did for 10 years with Thrawn and Ezra. Mm. They just, it, it's, it's as if they, nothing. It's as if Ezra just got there, went to a corner, sat down, waited 10 years. Like obviously there's tools like. of stories. And that would have been interesting to investigate because it's new to both of us. Well, yeah, instead they, they just like investigated things that only I would know. So it was kind of like, okay, great. But I already like knew the that. relationship between Sabine and Ahsoka. Well, even that, like, we didn't, we didn't know that. That would have been a great thing to investigate. Sure. Like, the why it got that way, but sure. they didn't even tell us that till the very, very end. Interesting. So it's kind of like we spent eight episodes, like, kind of hearing things about things we already knew, learning nothing. Mm. You spent eight episodes hearing about things you didn't know while learn, while like not getting anything new that you could sink your teeth into. That's sure. like a new mystery because sure. it's all the same. It's basically the same mystery the whole time. Where did Ezra and Thrawn go without yeah, explaining yeah, yeah. where they went and why they went there? It was. The plot is the biggest flaw. Sorry. Well, I mean, not it's not setting tirade. up the plot, right? That's the problem. Or creating new plot points that both both parties can engage in. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a yeah. question for you. So you said before Sabine is a Mandalorian, right? She is. And with all of the shows they've released so far being so Mandalorian heavy, yes. would it not have made more sense for her to be the main character and basically the exposition of all the stuff that we don't know come through her and then her be dragged along on Ahsoka's adventure. There's definitely a way to do this that is more integrated and succinct and like, makes sense. More thought out. <laughs> but uh, like, I don't know if it's like Sabine is the main character because she basically is. She got yeah. like the same amount of screen time as Ahsoka, if not more. Interesting. I, I honestly feel that way having seen it. Well, what are the stakes? The stakes are like yeah. the like if Thrawn wins and gets back, it's the reformation of the Empire. Yes, but like that's the stake from the start. Yeah, that's the stake from like the end of Mandalorian season four, or is it season three? Three, season three. So like you can't just ride that as the stakes the entire show. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like I that's didn't even been realize this, Thrawn been, had been mentioned in season. He three. was. They were like all like if you remember Moff Gideon, and they're all in like a circle, and they're like. A bunch of oh shit yeah they, I never finished that series that's probably yeah, why they mentioned Thrawn yeah well yeah. Anyway. <laughs> he's not in it but they mention him um, well let's talk about the performances in there yeah. because like you, we're talking about Thrawn so let me jump into him I really 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 wanted him to be terrifying like menacing like he had so much in potential the to be character there. he is I assume so they and from the clips I've seen they should have recast I didn't love that guy but I know people who do it's his voice that they like you like but the reality is the physical. Either they butchered the wig and the makeup or like he's just not physically imposing. He's enough. not imposing at all. Yeah. Like at all. And like I joked before about a punch, but like he genuinely he's got a bit of a gut on him. And yeah. like, you know, maybe he isn't the action oriented. Maybe type. he needs to be on my workout. Maybe he's going to get elite. Thrawn, you've been out in the base. In the cold, cold yeah, of the space. The cold, cold of space galaxies far, far away from farther away. You still managed to find a lot of feed, but you know I don't get it, dude. What was he eating? He was, he eating, was them, eating them turtle weird, soup. Them, them weird dogs. Turtle soup. Like, oh my god, that's lots brutal. of turtle soup. <laughs> but you know what? I I thought he was like he was almost like the sinister uncle at like a get together, the one who's a bit weird, and everyone's like, uh, just don't talk to him. Yeah, and and always says a, something weird. Maybe served in the forces, so he's got it. Like you know, he's not quite like that's what he felt like. But like, that's not 
menacing or evil or dude that's what he felt like to other people as well that right like, that good. know the character so i think it's just you know it was a mistake i think it's like one of those things that sounded really good on paper that just like as soon as they he's saw a great him, actor as soon as they saw him in costume they should have been like oh sorry to do this to you bud but it's not it's just not him i don't know what it is we're gonna go next yeah yeah, yeah. just swipe him like tinder yeah so uh, that's interesting that you thought the same about thrawn you didn't find him uh, imposing or I think like no I didn't find him po- and I also think Lars Mickelson man like that's a fucking good actor I also think they didn't give him any like no they didn't give him anything to do that would like also make him really imposing like we don't get to see mm-hmm. any of what like why Ezra was so afraid of him what like any of the battles that maybe made who we thought Ezra is like and why have them so loyal yeah exactly and these people are like real that's where I was gonna go next these people are like really badass. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like, why are they, why are they so sub? Like, what did he do? That one stormtrooper almost do- had a face. How did he pull this off? Yeah. Like, anyway, I think it's the tactician stuff. And like, I, like, I'm going to like go flip flop on this because I genuinely enjoyed watching him outthink everyone around him. I thought it was really quite interesting. And it was different for Star Wars. You don't get that in Star Wars. It's like the emperor, the emperor doesn't outthink everyone. He's just got a stronger bodyguard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's how it works. Whereas in this, he was like, well, the Jedi are famous for this. And this is a thing this person is doing. Let's assume she's going to do this. I'm glad that came off because that is that is the message. That is the way that Thrawn is like portrayed throughout the entire Rebel series. So like that landed then. But I think, yeah, I I don't think it was well executed. hmm. It landed. I got I got what they were going for. But I don't think this character did it for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if it's just the way he looked or it's the combo of like the way he looked with like the fact that we got no reason for why he was in the situation. It was the physicality. Yeah, actually, you know what it was? It was the pleated pants. <laughs> Dude, it is. Pants. The pants are so bad. <laughs> the big I almost feel like you should have gone like, like it would have been cooler to like see a more grizzled Thrawn. Like, you know, like it's almost like everything torn up. Think about it like yeah. uh, you ever see the jump? What's that movie with uh, Robin Williams? Where he goes, Jumanji. Jumanji. You know, or 10 years later, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and you could see Barrel. like, and Ezra went the opposite way. He's like, I'm not even touching a lightsaber until he fucking does until 10 does, minutes obviously. later. So it's like so dumb. Like, we'll just be consistent. Make him super strong with the yeah. force. You know, that would have been cool. You would have been consistent. So well, we'll, we'll, later, about, you change it. we'll talk about action in a minute. You get my point. That's more just consistency in like yeah. the themes you're saying. Yeah. Right. Like, and I would have loved to see that. Like a grizzled, more that would have been cool. unhinged Thrawn. Yeah. Versus like a, still, I can't smart. keep up with this guy. I'm hiding Ezra. And then it's like we get we explore that dynamic. Yeah, I mean maybe it's the case yeah. of Ezra was it's the previous Thrawn that he was scared of because this guy he ain't scaring no one. I'm sorry. No, like, I agree. I mean, this is me re- re- me writing the show. Uh, yeah, uh, totally. But yeah. I mean, I suppose then you have to look at it as that he must be incredibly good at persuading people because he obviously persuaded the what are they called the Night Sisters the the witchy type things. Yeah. He persuaded them to help him somehow, and they're clearly incredibly powerful. So, like, maybe he's just incredibly persuasive. I think, yeah, that that Rahit is like a works. much worse story than investigating. I guess, like, if you think about Thrawn, one of the big things about his character when you go back to Rebels is he underappreciates and underevaluates the Jedi and the Force and belittles it. Basically, mm. it's like it's the Jedi for years have taken the made the wrong strategic choice for the mm-hmm. moral high mm-hmm. ground, and look where it brings them. Right, interesting. Like, and so, like. I would have thought a more interesting investigation of that character is one where the last time we saw him, he was bested by a Jedi doing something absurd with Pergicide, so, Pergilside, as we call it. So like, he's not. So he's he, now. Over, he now opens up his yeah. investigation yeah, of that and becomes this crazy, scary being yeah. that both has the tactician and that and emerges, kind of evolves. Yeah, that would have been a better play, way to play the character. 
and they just made him kind of older, fatter. fatter. He's got a couple and holes in his pants because it's been 10 years. Yeah. He really needs um, a fucking tailor. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what about the rest of the cast around them? Like, I initially felt uh, uh, Sabine was great. I liked her spunkiness. Awesome, yeah. As the show went on, she got less and less compelling. It's She was less and less compelling because her character decisions from the writing were less and less compelling. Yeah, interesting. It's 100%, I agree. So, but it's not her acting. It's not her performance. It's the dialogue and the decisions she makes. And then how they just back go back and forth on things the entire time. Sure. So like, we're skipping ahead a little bit here in terms yeah. of the story of the show. So one of the key points of this is that halfway through, everyone is searching to find this map to get to Thrawn. And the, the dark side find it. And Sabine has an opportunity to destroy the map. But knowing that this is her only opportunity to find Ezra Bridger goes with the dark side willingly to this other part, this other galaxy, right? Yeah. And that is a huge choice. And against in, against her master's totally request totally yeah. and, and i like that it's it's looking at those shades of gray i love that for yeah her. yeah i yeah. love that decision for her character i love that trajectory yeah what i don't love is how it was reconciled yeah it really wasn't no it was reconciled it was by like, yeah, we bit dismounted at each other and moved well, on. well ahsoka's character went through her own like transformation in the time they were apart but like she still had to confront that and she didn't it, well and, and it's even if it's like the the transformation her, her character went on is to accept people for who they are mm. and what you can get from them and also to recognize she if you don't remember you didn't watch clone wars but she makes the decision to leave the Jedi Order. Yeah, well, I was going to mention that later yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So my point is, like, they had a lot to work with there, and they just kind of fumbled the bag. Let's. Well, let, yeah. let, I really want to talk about the scenes with Anakin. Maybe wait for action for that. But they're yeah. kind of happening while we talk. That is probably the best episode by far of the. I would say yeah. so. That's yeah, fascinating. It's not even close. But yeah. there is a really interesting parallel slash not parallel of Ahsoka leaving the Jedi Order and becoming this you know making her own choice incredibly powerful force user yeah. who is probably one of the better jedis because of making her own choices and anakin who stuck with the jedi order and see what he became he became a monster yeah for sure i find that fascinating well that's not only fascinating it's also like fascinating like maybe that is why ahsoka can forgive her for this choice maybe right? You know, she herself made a choice that others told her not to. And it, but the point is, they didn't even explore that. They didn't even talk about it. They like they left it to you to figure out. And like someone like you who hasn't seen anything. Yeah. Like and the, the dialogue was just so bad. Like uh, Stu stupid question. Yeah. And I, like this is this is absolutely nonsense. But like, you know, when you leave, like you see any like buddy cop film, right? There's a, there's a point. There's a sticky point where one, the, the, the buddy cop who's, you know, a bit raw and a bit like angry he loses his temper and like he does something he shouldn't. And then he's, he's, his boss is like, you leave your badge and gun on the desk. And he has to leave, right? Is that not the same with Jedi's? They don't have to leave their like, I don't know, sash and lightsabers on the desk. Is it not like they have their to, robe? They just have to, they're allowed to just walk out with these deadly sort of force light swords. She just runs. Okay, cool. Great. Perfect. Perfect. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Um, cool, 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 actually, cool, 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 cool. Actually, cool, 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 cool. She did have to take off her beads. Oh shit, the beads, baby. Yeah, the beads. Are they tentacles on her head? The beads. No, Ahsoka. Are they tentacles. Oh, uh, I think they're just. You know, she's got a headdress. It's not hair that used to have beads, and then it's just like her head. It's just her head. So I tentacles. mean, it's like you call it what you will. <laughs> call it whatever floats your fantasy. Bro. I'm being obtuse, uh, purpose here. So okay, right. So liked her. Well, liked uh, Sabine Wren. Didn't love the trajectory of that character this is yeah one character the was good and the and the casting was good i'd say uh, one character who followed a very similar like uh, her better with was, long hair was balon 
Yeah, me too. She was great. No, she just looked way better. She's different. This is like, uh, Balon was awesome. To begin with. Talk about some underutilized yeah. again. And unfortunately, you know. Yeah, like, we're not going to see the end of that. That character passed away. I've just lost his name one second. It's Ray Stevenson. Ray Stevenson. Uh, like, RIP, man. He like I liked his calm anger. <laughs> Does that make sense? He wasn't he, even very angry. I, I felt like there was like a, something bubbling underneath him that stopped him being a Jedi. There was something there that was like... Well, we never, we'll never get to... Well, maybe we will. Maybe I'll get recast. But I think they should recast. The, like, uh, it's not that it was bubble. I think I just thought that there was, there was like history. Mm, of, and it was more... Mm, it wasn't that it had... Knowledge. A, it was anger. It was now disappointment in the history. Yeah, for sure. And like for sure. underwhelming like of like what it, something could have been. Like I felt more inspired by him than I did in anyone in the show. I'm like, this guy's got a vision. I don't know what it is. Fuck me. I don't Dre's, know what Dre's it is. going to the dark side. Oh, for sure, dude. Let the hate Over this fucking you. bullshit turtle soup stuff. Like, <laughs> Brilliant. I, I did like, uh, I, I was talking about Morgan Elizabeth before. That's a great character. She ultimately dies in this, which was a real shame. I thought she had a lot of potential. And she had to, uh, and she got that fun sword. That's always nice. The the Night Sisters, fascinating. I feel like they're going to be a good inclusion moving forward. Coming to the new- would have been great to learn a bit more. Anything actually of them, like. But let's be frank. The the MVP of the show is Rosario Dawson. I would say uh, Rosario Dawson did a great job. I was going to say the MVP would be her or the Balin. Honestly. Okay, I like Ben, uh, but he was just not in it enough, in it enough yeah, to be the MVP enough. for yeah. me. I feel like you have to. No, play, Rosario's great. You have to play every game to be the MVP, R- man. Rosario's great, and I guess like that that is true. We all agree. We not do. all of us agree. <laughs> Some sports writers may disagree. That's very true. Uh, but I agree. But making um, the leap from the animated series into this, like, and she's adapted her performance. Well. It's great. Yeah. yeah, she. I mean, like, she was super compelling. Yes. as a lead. The problem was she wasn't quite a lead. Like. I think that's why I like mm. this anyways, because like everyone Multiple that leads. they cast was really good. Ezra was like really good as well. Like yeah. super charming, played it perfectly. It's just mm. like that rose. the. He was very wholesome. It rose the show higher, but the plot just made it like average. It, it could have been a, it could have been an Andor level threat. What do you think point. of uh, Shin Hatei or Shin Hate? Is that the, uh, the droid? The super emo or the Sith? With the blonde. Oh, hair. I I love her. She was like so emo. But it's like the whole what time. Is she? I was like, say something. Anything. Well, I guess word. like I guess like I loved the idea of their little dynamic because they were so different. Yeah. But like again, like not paid off. In the slice. So I didn't like her ending either. But I, I like her as a casting. I like her as a foil to uh Sabine. Yeah. Cause like Sabine is kind of also pretty like angry and sort of learning through her. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I like that foiled like kind of relationship, but I think a thing that you've been sort of like skating around here is that the pacing for this was all over the place. All over the place. Wasn't it like a 30 minute episode? I think it's, yeah, I think it was was like 30. There was like a 25 minute episode, not counting credits. And then like every other one was an hour. These Star Wars series, yeah. though, they're all about 25, 30 minutes, but then the credits go on forever. Yeah, but these ones, the, like, my point is, like, some of them were, like, clocking in at, like, 50 minutes total. Really? This one was clocking in at 35 total. Well, the Space Whale episode yeah. was something. They just sat in the mouth of a Space Whale for, yeah. like, 30 minutes. Nah, that was, like, literally one scene. <laughs> I was but... like, come on. Why why are we still here? <laughs> Do you understand the Space Whales? They're ancient Not creatures. in the slightest. They're ancient. Like, it's like if you saw a dinosaur. Great. 
I would have a stoked. great time if I saw a dinosaur. So, uh, so as Ezra with space, but I wouldn't get in its mouth. Fair. So Ezra's good at touching animals. The breath would be disgusting. <laughs> Can you imagine a, a millennia of just traveling through space with no toothpaste? Oh my god, that smell would be hideous. Yeah, How dude, did they I'd get back in I'd that ship? In that ship, dude. So they jumped in the whale's mouth and they get through sort of the galaxy and they do it somehow perfectly by the force, right? And, and then that, they have that's to not that bad of a leap. Team back up oh, with yada, yada, Ezra and, and Sabine and, you know, try and stop Thrawn. Yeah. And, you know, like I thought the second half of the season was pretty strong. Yeah. I think the first half was strong. There was a really boring bit in the middle. And then they all of a sudden were just like What was the boring bit? I had the whole whale thing and like Ahsoka like the, the best episode for me was the one where she was in the world between worlds. So the one after that when they do the And the thing. one after that where they're just like Oh, let's take our time and touch a whale's face. Like, come on, man, just get in the whale's mouth. <laughs> we know what he likes. We know well, what he's looking for. Well, Ezra touches whales. And Anakin touches children. So that's <laughs> where this is. <laughs> where do we? Where do we get that? He kills children. Kill, yeah, murder, 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 kill, kill. But let's talk a little bit before we get get onto the second half of the season about that scene, that that scene, that episode with Anakin and. It does Sonya. feel like two different seasons, doesn't it? That, really and then does. The last three episodes. But that's why the pacing's so yeah, all over the place. It's so weird. I forget that it's the same season. How cool was that? So cool. And it was interesting that he was overlapping into her memories that he was not even in, like the Siege of Mandalore. That's why it's awesome. It was so interesting. That's why it's awesome. Even the young kid who plays her was good. I mean, I think she's in everything. I think that that she is in everything. She was just young. Uh, what's her name? Gamora. Yeah, she's a bunch of stuff. So go on. You were saying Barbie as well. Um, True. I think that like the coolest part about that is that it's almost like a Scrooge. You know, uh, what is it? Christmas Tale style. Oh thing. yeah, yeah. And and the fact that they cast Ahsoka for half of that, or more than half, as a kid, like that's the that helps she's, you. She's in sixty five as well. <laughs> she was, dude. She's on a roll. That helps you, like. <laughs> rationalize how Ahsoka could be so traumatized. Yeah, for sure. Because you're like, holy shit. As you, a child. You were a yeah. child soldier. Yeah, literally. Went to war murdering people. And like your mentor was the one telling you and teaching you how to do it. And then turned into... And so you're like conflicted of the... Whatever the, he was. Turned into like the worst dude ever. And you're like conflicted. Like, I like this guy because I had like like my peak of youth. He was my mentor. He helped mm. me survive. Mm. But also like he turned into this thing. And yeah. also what we were doing was not good. Yeah. And like, she's got anger in her. So how she's do I like, sit yeah. with this? Right. Like, I love that exploration for her. Yeah. Um, I thought that was probably one of the better arcs for the season. Um, Absolutely. And I, that, that was, I, I really liked that grace, moment. Really. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I was saying at the beginning, I think the Ahsoka arc is one of the strongest parts of this show. Yeah. And the fact she had to accept herself and that she has feelings and she's not like a, a droid. She's yeah. not. And yeah, it's really great. And I, it, it's the it, only thing, the only glue that held the two halves of the season together. Yeah. What do you think about Hayden Christensen? Like, you know, like, I'm, I thought I'm, he did great. I'm glad he's back. I thought, I honestly think he got way too much hate Big for time. the first series, he hates for the first, sand. the prequel. It wasn't his fault. No, dude. not at all. Not like, at all. and like when you look at like Revenge of the Sith, some of those like scenes are super iconic. They are now. Like, it's, it's more the Attack of the Clone stuff where he's like, I Attack of the Clone sand. stuff is so bad. So bad. It's shockingly bad. I mean, the dialogue. The love wow. scenes, like with him and Padme, are like I want to throw up in my physical mouth. pain. Not like literally. As well, he's significantly like, younger than her. You cringe, and you're just like you're you're like your butt is so tight because of how bad it is. Totally, but I th I think he's a good part of the world building for this because his redemption 
Yes. Massively important. I yes. feel like he he's a good actor. He deserves that. Yeah. And he he created a good character in the end, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And it's not it's not his fault. You will try. <laughs> he did have some weird line release. Oh. I will stop you. You will try. <laughs> it's very it's very good. Yeah. Um but like he is a big part of the world building for this and it's interesting that even though he's only really in one and a bit episodes, like he's felt throughout, like he is no. constantly referenced, even by Thrawn, yeah. even by like uh, Sabine, like constantly just like Anakin, totally. Anakin, Anakin, Anakin. And I think building a world, interestingly, no worlds with sand on. Did you notice that? There's no sand worlds in this. Yes. Building a world where his influence is uh, impacting people's lives outside of him, just chopping folk up. I find that really interesting. Yeah. I like, well, I liked that and the juxtaposition of like her, her images of him when he's like Vader and mm. like the transition of like, eyes just see him red. Go like, yeah, eyes go red. And he's like, what does he say? He's like, you lack conviction. And it's kind of like, well, that is what led him like too much Precisely. conviction within himself. Yeah. yeah. It's very, uh, it's very cool. I, I enjoyed d- it. I mentioned I like the purge of Mandalore as well. I think all of those factors, you know, building into, you know, the, like it's extra stuff building out a universe galaxy that we maybe think we know everything about, but probably well, And I wish we know, I wish we'd have known a bit more because how, like, why, why hide? Like, it's not like this great plot point that like, it's like a, you know, it's not some, some big like twist. Okay. That Ahsoka didn't want to train Sabine because she was worried about how she felt about like the siege of Mandalore and all her people dying. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't like adding value by being told at the end. Why it, it totally does add value by knowing that early and having that inform all the decisions and conflict that they go through together. Why wouldn't yeah. you let that out and no, no, give yeah. that the yeah. new people you that history and like give us something to chew on? It, and it's very much it doesn't the, make any I, sense. I feel like it's very much the parental thing of like you don't want your kids to make the same mistakes you do but by forcing them a certain way they tend to make those same mistakes and i think that's kind of what they went for but it didn't really because quite... we didn't know why they weren't beefing well, that's what I'm in saying. the beginning like that's essential what's information. your beef about yeah it's essential information like i gotta know why tupac and biggie are beefing to understand why the song is east side and west side baby. baby we all know anyway um, talk about action to me then tell me a little bit about that before we, we, oh, we move oh, i on. thought it was good i thought it was great a lot of space battles and i kind of washed my ipad so i couldn't tell if they're like they look good to me the only things i can really call out that weren't good were those weird dog horses i like them it's like if you they were good on their own as soon as you saw someone on them the whole thing fell to pieces well you're just like it's too heavy it was real bad too much cgi too heavy or what it just didn't work like they were like they were too low to the ground even though they weren't it was very odd and then when you saw them moving with someone on very clearly bad cg like rushed cgi yeah the the last episode mainly yeah a lot of that last episode wasn't good but in t- in general i thought they they created some really beautiful scenery in this and it was like a bit like last week when we talked about the creator plug for that episode like i feel like they used at least some that one was way better. backgrounds that felt real even though it was probably all created in the boom yeah like it felt more real than some of the other stuff i overall liked it i liked the action scenes i thought they were well like choreographed i thought the space battles like were kind of unique in a lot of ways like they're not the same thing yeah the the, end the last episode i kind of put on its own because i thought it was just not a really good finale and i'd say most of the things in that i didn't love okay um even some of the the cool fights between like morgan elsbeth and and ahsoka those fights were awesome i guess it's more just like from a cgi perspective there was a lot of stuff i didn't really 
Well, I, I guess then we should really sort of like move towards what's going on in this series. The ending of the series is, you know, they find Ezra. The the we, Dude, we haven't talked enough say it in 30 about seconds. Yeah, we, well, we haven't talked enough about Shin and Balon. They're sent to find them. Kind of almost so Thrawn can leave anyone who has any Force powers on that planet. Thrawn is taking something out of the the sisters' temple, which look like coffins, which is interesting. It seems like that is something they could have explained a bit more. I don't know what they're saving. That I for. think they're hiding that for Why? either. Well, uh, like one of one of the things that people talk about is that they can. I mean, they do they do it in that final episode. They can raise the dead. So yeah. if they have a whole army, no, they're going to corpses. They're going to create the night sisters again for sure. It's obvious. Yeah. Like we all know already. So like. Well, one thing, before we move on, while we still talk about action, I think the thing that really got me was, like, in the last episode, there was a thing that I hate. Hate, hate, hate. Now, it, I thought it pretty good. So, like, we, there are good action scenes in this. So, you see Balan versus Ahsoka quite early on. Is that episode two, three, maybe? Yeah. When they're, when she's got the, the map, etc. Yeah. Good. Like, character, good. But then when... You get to the final episode and you're seeing uh, all these zombie stormtroopers basically trying to take down, you know, Ahsoka and team. Everyone forgets their powers at weird moments. Mm. So there's a scene where... Or gets their powers at weird moments. Well, uh, like but, Sabine can't do shit for the entire season. And then all of a sudden and suddenly she believes she's in herself. a fucking savant. Like, yeah. Come on, dude. But, but even, even that, like, so let's uh. say, so there's a moment just before that when Ezra is fighting like a big zombie stormtrooper who is like kind of like he's a bit of a tank right mm. and he loses his his lightsaber and they got and he's trying to punch this dude just like force push him off the thing and i'm like you, yeah. you last like, episode bye bye, pew. all you were doing was force pushing yeah, it's, it's, it's people so annoying what's happening it's like and then, that, and that then, level of shit is just yeah. like poor uh it's just not elite television yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like those are easy yeah. things to get yeah. right like, and and in and, and the exact same fight scene you're seeing ahsoka fighting with morgan elsbeth and she's winning the the battle it's like a effectively becomes like a sword fight effectively and there are all these dead stormtroopers stood around and ahsoka standing over morgan elsbeth and they just don't shoot her there's fucking 50 of them they would just destroy her i remember that i was like what do you what do you guys and i think it's kind of like a well she was kind of controlling them so i thought it implied like morgan elizabeth like said back off I'm a, with my newfound powers i'm gonna take this bitch out interesting I, that, that was at the same read. time they were attacking her before that so why then which is about before that was like a delay let's delay her so that like we may yeah, still but, all be able to get off yeah she was about to yeah, lose so yeah. what anyway so ezra bridger gets on the ship with thrawn they go off to via the, a Sabine force push, which via, can we just like say would never be able to happen? Yeah, she couldn't Sabine be a fucking push, teacup. Shouldn't, yeah, we shouldn't have happened. Um, and so they, so they then actually go back to the galaxy far, far away, while Sabine <laughs> and the Uno reverse. Yeah, there you go. So Ezra gets home, but Sabine and Ahsoka have to stay where they are, which is a galaxy far, 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 far away. Yeah, it's farther away. It's farther like, away. It's like a full purgle jump. Which is a long way, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I, what I would say, I hate that ending. Why? I feel like the way you make Thrawn menacing for this fucking movie they're about to do, and probably another season of you know Mando, another season of Ahsoka, is you have him be crazy. You have him like be able to like integrate with these witch people, give him new powers because he mm. learned from his mistakes, and you have your entire team lose. They're all stranded. They're stuck there. Mm. They're stuck there with Balin and this other chick. I forget her name. And Balin, we actually see something about what he's kind of thinking about, 
you know, because he's obviously Shin. He's off him and Shin like Balin is obviously on a different agenda than Morgan Elizabeth, but he just doesn't let her know until he gets there. Yeah, okay. Because he's like, as oh, yeah, soon yeah. as he gets there, he goes and does his own thing. So there's obviously yeah. some big thing he's gonna go unlock. And that creates a whole ecosystem of stuff you could do over there. And maybe you bring them back eventually. And there's a lot of lore behind what he's up to, but I don't know any of it. Not, no one does. It's new stuff. Well, it's there's, there's a, a there's a there's just the little the statue of the gods and shit. But that's all in that expanded canon, which is not canon anymore. But is I don't know. Like, so my point is, give us some of that. Leave all the characters there. They've lost. Well, that yeah. I I, I watched it. I, I mentioned before to you. I watched the YouTube video just now that I found really interesting, and I think this is probably a good idea. What they're likely doing is gonna have Mando season four be all about Thrawn trying to take over those outer rim planets and it's all about him building his army again and like you've got you've got the whole council who are you know useless useless and they're ignoring the facts and they keep ignoring the fact just like they did in the original ones and it's going to get to a point where like all well, you know of the these characters game. have to get together. Yeah, you, you know the end game is like the New Republic fails, so like you know where yeah. it's heading. But the, this this is what leads me to my biggest questions to you, Dio. If you if I may, you might. So Ezra and Thrawn are now in in the galaxy far, far away. Yes, but they're not in a sequel trilogy. Tw- trilogy. Does that mean they're going to die before the sequel trilogy? Like that's the thing you can get away with is once. But to get away with it, that's what I said last week, I think it was like to get away with it twice where you have like main character, like people that are this involved in shit, Mm. not show up in two main trilogies. Mm. Like the rebel stuff Mm -hmm. is supposed to be happening at the same, and Ahsoka is supposed to be happening at the same time as the original New Hope trilogy, right? Interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Ahsoka is supposed to be happening at the same time as the prequel trilogy, but we they find a reason for her not to just, be there. Just after, leaves. I think, yeah. Well, it's kind of like... It's just, it's well, like, it's just after because Thrawn is the... No, uh, I'm saying like, sorry, Empire. no, Ahsoka's character. Got it. The, the prequel, like, uh, the original, like, Anakin. Sorry, sorry, yeah, 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 like, yeah, when yeah, he... Yeah, she's yeah. his Padawan. Why don't we see her anywhere in mm-hmm, the first three movies? Mm-hmm. The first... Con- con- so, but they find a reason to get rid of that. Like, mm. they do that, too. They do it a third time. All well, these characters, man, da, da, we Luke, don't see them in the new series. Well, Luke, Leia, make any Han sense. Solo. Like, I think they need to recast those guys. It's time. Well, not... And that's not... Well, that's not even getting to them. They should be involved now, too. All this shit's mm. happening. They're... Like, at what point do you call Luke Skywalker and be like, bro, help us out? Yeah, yeah like, you know I mean, like, it's the Avengers just, problem, right? You are like, the best Jedi, like, you know, kind of come help. It's, it's like, yeah. so yes, I agree. They need to recast them. But my point is, like, even the new Kylo Ren series doesn't have Ahsoka, Ezra, yeah. her, like, well, that's any of them. Saying. So they're either dead or they find another bullshit way to not have, like, at what point you just, like, think ahead, Disney. One, one final thing. Like, I wish they were better. That's one final thing that may... You know, you tell me what you think about this. I mentioned the Earth, the Empire stuff. That's probably where they're going with this. I've, I know minimal about that. But I do know that in the world between worlds, there is also the ability to time travel. Could this kind be, of, yeah. could this be Disney's way of removing the sequel tri- trilogy from canon? Could this be, they go, something happens where one of them goes into the, I don't know, whatever it is, the tree of life. That'd be awesome. And the tree of life. it all gets wiped out. Oh, uh, have you seen the, you still haven't read Name of the Wind, the second book? Not There's yet. There's a really cool concept in that book that okay. I was going to reference now, but. Okay. Not yet. I don't care. Save it for me. No, no. my point is like, you just triggered a, a thought. But, I'll, uh, I'll check it out. But what do you reckon to that? They could, they could just remove it from canon. They wouldn't. They've already, didn't they say Daisy really is going to be in the new movie? They're apparently making a movie about her character in the future. Like an older, an older Ray. Who cares? 
Not you, apparently. All right, cool. Um, so no, like, look, could they? Yes. They, they, they will could they? Do no, that. I don't think so. Do you have any tones and or themes for this show? I think it's just like love yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Mate, I do, do that regularly. Do you? <laughs> Letting go of your parents slash master's expectations and like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. moving on and finding on so many levels and generations. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think, it, I think that juxtaposition we talked about with Ahsoka leaving the Jedi and Anakin staying, there's something in there that's like unspoken in this that really shouts, screams things about the Jedi Order, which no one is yet saying out loud, but everyone thinks. A lot of people have said it in Return of the Jedi. Oh, I mean, in the shows. and the Yeah, Luke Skywalker said it. He's like, the Jedi failed. Yeah, they fucked up. He said it in the Return of Skywalker or whatever the fuck it was, yet. the second one. They haven't said it yet. In in this timeline. In the timeline. Uh, yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I'm really clutching straws here. I've got no idea. Okay, <laughs> finally. Probably. What we like to do now is we like to give you three reasons why you might want to watch this and three reasons why you might not. We call it three best and three worst. Yeah. We, this would usually be non-spoilers, but we, you know, we, we, we skip, we just went straight into it because there's just uh, there's too much to talk about. Yeah. So what's your three best and three worst? Can you imagine trying to talk about Rebels, which you don't know this as well with no spoilers? <laughs> no. Uh, new castings were great. Okay. Uh, Ahsoka is a badass. Yep. And I still think they, it, it has one of the all time episodes of any Star Wars thing on screen, I'd say. Okay. Uh, with, uh, that episode was Anakin. So if you're a prequels fan, you'll get a lot of prequel value out of it. Yeah, it does. Prequel. I think I, I just put Ahsoka's journey. I really like the interesting character development and she just looks freaking sick with those two lightsabers. And with the hair. Yeah. Or she's, the tentacles. she's just sick, man. Whatever she is. Uh, she's a Tegrusha, apparently. Uh, the re- <laughs> the return again of uh, Hayden Christensen. We've talked about this. Like that redemption arc. If they can redeem him, that's some fire storytelling. Uh, yeah. I know there's some dodginess within these these TV shows and such, but they've, they've really got something. It's here. it's sad that he couldn't have played. Like they didn't actually make the animated series a live action series because it uh, so would have been so good. It would have been so much better. So good. Yeah. Uh, my final one then is uh, the characters. I thought it's some of the best character arcs and actually castings we've had in star wars tv full stop that ironically leads into my first worst which is the characters because every week i just felt like i said this i was missing a joke that everyone else knew around me i was like why is sabine annoyed at ahsoka and vice versa and they didn't tell you anything why like what why is you know ahsoka's What's the social relationship so to the green chick? I don't so know. much of that was like self-inflicted. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe you're not going to get the what is Ahsoka's relationship to the green chick, but you should be, you, they, they self-inflicted. They were in the picture together. I was like, what is this? They self-inflicted all the other stuff by just like not giving you something to go after. Uh, my three worst are blue balls. Basically, like I just got <laughs> told a bunch of, and it's not from a sense. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Ahsoka's blue. What are yes. you watching? So is Thrawn. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not implying. Okay. I was watching their blue balls. Um, oh, you were just holding on to it the whole time. Just the fact that like, I basically got reintroduced to a bunch of characters mm-hmm. exactly where they were left before mm-hmm. with very little changing and very little new lore. Would you say it's got Could've a lot of waste, in, waste of potential? Yes. Could have been done in two episodes. Of the amount of shit I learned that was new other than the stuff with Ahsoka and her dealing with her, her own issues. Yes. I think that's the yeah. main, the, yeah. like, that's the carrying part of this. Do you have, do you have one more? Or is that what? Uh, inconsistent force stuff. Cannot yeah. imagine really how that annoying. could be worse. Right? Really annoying. Not that I care. Yeah. Uh, my final one was just that there are so many, like, MacGuffins and shortcuts in the writing. It's like, 
ah, it really frustrates me with that stuff. What, the whales? All of it, yeah. The whales that, weren't shortcut. They, <laughs> the map wasn't a shortcut. If you don't know that whales are integral to Ezra's story, it's like, oh, so you just need a reason for them to get there. Okay, cool. I guess that's true. Like, that is a that is a gap because they're a pretty big part of the And I had Rebels. no idea who Ezra and was. And I don't know how you, like, I don't know how you... You could come up with a better way yeah. to introduce the whales. Which they didn't get introduction. They just kind of turned it showed up. up and you're just like expected to know. I didn't. And think she about knew that. she knew they were there. It's like Fair enough. Well, they're like they're they're in touch with the force. You know, that's uh, you, you're right. Sorry, I forgot they're in touch with the force that I had no idea about. OK, then finally, what we do is we give this the once over with our classic rating system. Now, our classic rating system, it's binary, right? Things are the internet's so polarizing. So things are either better or worse than the most average movie we can think of, which is Aquaman 2018. The DL. Yes. Is this better or worse than Aquaman 2018 and why? Uh, it is better. Why? Because I like the characters more. Okay. It's a simple answer. There's more at stake. This week? I'm going to have to say it's worse, unfortunately. That's a joke. For the pure reason shocking that it had so much potential but I still feel like I needed to watch hours of TV to get anything that was happening. And then it didn't deliver on any of the potential it had. Not any, but not much. 5%. I would say. <laughs> so you're just saying because it disappointed more than an Aquaman was just always. But I went into Aquaman with zero expectations. So like, it's fine. Like, I guess. But This like, was disappointing. That care, was if fine. If you can care about something, it automatically ranks it higher for me. But I take your point. Okay. No, deal. Good. That's nice. Okay, finally then, DL, would you like a bit of true or false trivia to wrap up? Do it. Nice. Okay, so true or false DL, the handheld device Sabine Wren plugs into the droid's head in the hospital <gasps> is an old retros, retro game controller called an Entex Electric Baseball 3 from 1980. Is that true or is that false? True? <sighs> It's actually false, DL. It is a retro games console, but it's a Galaxy Invader CGL vintage from 1978. And she actually holds it upside down. Okay, I believe you now. <laughs> Thanks for that. I love, no, but I love that. They just put like a random piece of like 80s tech in there. Makes sense. Yeah, of course. Probably the Dave Filoni seems like a nerd. He, in the best possible way. Yeah, no jokes. Absolute nerd. True or false, DL? What a dork. The Jar Kai uh, which is a Sokotano style of swordplay, which utilizes dual sword shorts. Short swords. Wow, it's really late here. Um, may be derived from the national Filipino martial art called Kali. True or is that false? True. She looks Filipino. It is true. And famous practitioners of this are Bruce Lee and son Brandon Lee, Dan uh, Osanato, who is uh, Morgan Elsbeth's real life father. Um, a couple of others. It was also used by Steven Seagal, uh, Tom Cruise in uh, Jack Reacher, Lucy Liu in Kill Bill. And effectively, it's a fucking cool martial art. It, it looks like it. I watched the lightsaber battles and was very impressed. I, I enjoyed them. I yes. didn't think Rosario Dawson was a stunt person by any respect, but she... She held, she held her, her own. own. She, there were moments where I was like, okay, you could run a bit faster. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was super slow. She held her own. Like, the the animated version of Ahsoka is quite fast. Okay, true or false, DL. Yeah. Final one for you this week. Let's hear it. Before the collapse of the Jedi Order, Hu Yang, voiced by David Tennant, we didn't talk about him. He was wasted on a fucking droid. I, I thought he was David fucking Tennant. hilarious, though. Not for me. You Hu don't y- like droid humor. No, I don't. Yeah, a droid guy. Hu Yang You're had... racist to droids. You're like Jin Doran. What does that even mean? Jin Doran's racist to droids. <laughs> okay, I'm he that. Is. I'm definitely that. Uh, 
Qian uh, had been training younglings for over 25,000 years. Is that what he said? True, or is that false? Something like that, true. It is true. And while nobody's sure his exact origins, this is, a, this is like con- complete conjecture, but I really like this as an added extra. There was a rumor spread among the younglings that he arrived in a big blue box. And this is a reference to the TARDIS from Doctor Who, one of my old favorite TV shows <laughs> when David Tennant used to play the Doctor. Got it. It's such a nice weird niche Easter roundabout Easter egg, but That's I good. really, really like that. That's good. Now, we haven't done this for a little while, and I feel bad for it, but DL, would you like a little bit of correspondence before we wrap up? Spirit, man. So we actually had a couple of cool comments. Thank you all on uh, my YouTube video about this show, which I highly recommend you all go and watch. We're on YouTube. Just search Podcast Assemble. You will find us. So first and foremost, we had a fantastic thank you for this um, comment by Scully Balasso. No idea what that means. Um, I'm hoping that's the name. He said, I found your video very interesting, but it's the job of the show you're watching to give you the understanding you need about what's going on. This is me highlighting that I feel like I'm missing out on a joke. Otherwise, they should have just called it Rebels Season 5 DL Thoughts. I think they didn't need to call it Ahsoka. They didn't need to call it Rebels Season 5. They could have called it just a normal Star Wars name. You know, Rogue One. Many things have names that were not like a continuation of something else. So yeah, I I kind of agree, but I kind of disagree. They could have just had its own name. Okay. doesn't need to be Ahsoka. All right, all right, all right. He does go into a little bit of a rant about Disney, but uh, we skipped over that. Okay. Uh, and I kind of agree. One more comment. Stop price is very down. I keep buying more. Don't know why. Stop buying it then. I should. Just says, I love this Oak series so far. It's for fans of the animated series and fans of the prequel trilogy, and it is an absolute must watch. I vibe that. So mixed reviews from fans of the show. But thank you all. We really love it when you send us comments. We love it when you hit us up on our socials. You can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the podcast assemble at gmail.com or just go to our website, www.podcastassemble.com. We're hoping to get more content up there very soon in terms of blog pieces, etc. You want to wrap up the show, DL? You know I do. Basically, guys, it's been a really fun time chatting with you. Yeah, thanks for sticking Tommy with it. really put himself through this. <laughs> if you can't tell, he's not a fan of Star Wars. I am a stan of Star Wars. I am a stan of Star Wars I'm a stan or a fan of, of Far I'm Wars? A, I'm actually a, a stan of Far Wars. I'm a stan for Far Wars. From Far, far, far Galaxies of Way. So much so, we actually just rewatched, and I was going to talk about this next week, uh, A New Hope. I have not seen those ones in a while. Uh, it's very different now when you watch it. <laughs> and I've just, I've seen them so many times as a kid. That... Yeah, but like there's so much added and weird stuff. Like it's very different. Like the first like the 20, Chewbacca 25 minutes. Scene. One more time. Remember that one? No. The special? Oh yeah. I remember <laughs> you, you mean his weird uncle who yeah, was like. Watching porn or yeah. something. Yeah. That was so weird. This isn't wrapping up the show. Uh, That's not what that sounds like. Thank you to Matthew Bliss <laughs> for editing and mastering this week's episode. Not putting in Chewbacca, Chewbacca porn. porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Take those blue balls, but I don't want that you buck up horn. If you'd like to hire someone to edit your podcast, head to MatthewBliss.net and book a consultation. Today. Book it now, baby. Or tomorrow. Or whenever you choose, I guess. It's late here. Maybe do it in the morning, but like, you he know. won't respond. He's got an <laughs> SLA. If you want to hear his work, you can listen to From My Home to Yours. What a fucking wholesome name. An expat repat podcast where Matt and his wife share their experiences and advice for others moving to Ireland from Australia or really anywhere in the world. Um, ideally, same language, though. You don't <laughs> want to move somewhere where you don't speak the language and then listen to a podcast in a language you don't understand. That would be hard. 
No, but check it out. It's uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's very wholesome, as DL says. And while you're there, you should give him a five-star review, man. Like, he is smashing it. He's already got 12. He's already got one more than us. So, good for him. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, um, you can give us that. one, too, while you're there. Please do. And from my gigantic galaxy inside me to yours. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Thanks for popping by, guys. Thank you for stopping by. Tally-ho? Tally-ho. Tally-ho! Super speed. Super speed. All right. Testing. Testing. Attention, please. All right. Let's do this one more time. Can you please just talk into yours at your regular volume? What have I been doing this whole time? Sorry. I I don't know. I was just checking Uh, again. This is is the way I speak. Gravelly or no. There you go. Take it or leave it. Yours looks better. Yours is the bottom, as you are always the bottom. I love the bottom, yes. <laughs> An ass man, as they say. Will we talk in the morning? Okay, ready? <laughs>